Power to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What is going on, ladies? I hope you're having a great day. I'm excited to be here with you. My name is Brittany. I am a Catholic wife and mom of three boys. The third one's coming soon, hopefully not too soon. A couple months, June, July, he's end of July is the due date. So not super hopeful for before that. I know it's better for him to go to term, but um, I've had two late babies, so we'll see what we get with this guy. But I run fitmomlifetothefulls.com. I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and all that stuff. I basically break down fitness and nutrition for all moms. Um, I do try to cater it a little more to stay-at-home moms because that is the person I I guess I'm technically a work-from-home mom or a work-part-time-from-home mom, but I uh, just relate to you. So I'm sure there's things, I know that some of you are listening who are single. I know there are some of you who are listening who are working moms and all that jazz. So all are welcome and hopefully can glean the tips to apply in your own way. Just obviously, I know how to apply them best when you've got kids like banging down the door when you're going to the bathroom. So anyways, today we are talking about how to be successful in your fitness goals and Almost it runs the lines of motivation. Almost. Um, I've had I was kicking around a couple different titles for this episode where I feel like you could you could have called it just shut up and do it or tell yourself, you know, your emotions are irrelevant or all these things. And it's just something I've been thinking about where we're we're in the challenge right now. We're do, I'm doing a beginner and an advanced challenge, as you know. And things that come up, it comes to a certain point or one-on-one training or whatever where a client will say, I just can't blank. I just can't whatever, whatever it is. I just can't drink 100 ounces of water or I just can't meal plan my my week or something like that. But into that, the answer is really, no, you, you, you can. You, you actually can. You just need to make yourself do it. So what they should be saying instead of they can't do it is they don't want to. And this then you can at least like delve into more and break down and remove yourself from and just changing that word it seems you know now you have somewhere to go with it because can't you know whatever but but that's not the right word to use there that's like saying a fish can't fly right obviously they can't but could you actually meal prep like yes you actually could so really most of the times we need to just most of the time we just need to swap that word with I don't want to. And I was thinking about this the other day when my son, I've my older son is almost four, and we'd been outside like all day. He loves outside. He's just your classic boy, you know. I'm seeing that a lot. I grew up with three sisters, and seeing the attention span of a boy versus girl is totally different. So I really try to, you know, we're doing our letters and tracing and our phonics and stuff. And I don't make him sit there for any more than 20 minutes at a time. You know, it's even usually less than that, honestly. And I always try to make sure we're breaking it up with physical activity. So we had been, just to set the stage for you, outside like for an hour and a half at least. He'd been riding his bike, running around, all these things. We come in, calm down for a second. I set out, you know, his tracing to do and say, okay, you're going to just work on these three letters. In a matter of minutes, he had literally crumpled onto the table and was like head on his forearm on the table like I I I don't want to do it the funny thing is he did use the word want because I think as adults we start saying I can't so that we think it's like a get out of jail free card it's not oh I don't want to no I want to I just can't because I don't have time or I can't because of xyz we feel like can't gives us more a reason that we can like list all of these excuses why 
we just can't. You know what I mean? Or I, how much, you know, that's a meme now. It's like, I just can't or I just can't today, whatever. I can't with whatever. No, it's, again, you, you really should just say, I don't want to. Or I would rather do this than this. So it was funny. He's sitting there with his head on his forearm saying, I don't want to do this. And I literally just look at him, this almost four-year-old, and I'm like, did I ask you what you want to do? And while some of you are like, okay, Brittany, like too intense, or <laughs> maybe I should alert somebody, like you probably shouldn't parent that way. Whatever your thoughts are on parenting and emotionally led parenting and all these things. I looked at him and said, I, I don't care what you want to do. You know, what you want to do is irrelevant. And I said that to a, to a four-year-old, and not even four-year-old. I said irrelevant as well. And he's blinking at me, and I said, it doesn't matter if you want to. You know, he had to obviously explain what irrelevant meant a little bit. Like, it, it doesn't matter. A lot of times mommy doesn't want to do the dishes or mommy doesn't want to do my work, but I have to. It's my duty. And right now you tracing your letters is your duty because you need to learn that. You need to learn how to write your letters so you can write someone a letter. Da, da, da. And then give, give them a little bit of the why there as well. You know, well, you want to write your cousin out a letter, right? So you need to know how to write so you can write your own words and things like that picked his head up, got back to it. I mean, he's not going to really understand that now. But to start with what just like the exposure, sorry, <laughs> the words were not coming there. The exposure of the idea that our emotions should not be what drives us. Our emotions should not be what leads us. So if we can just get that out of the picture and realize like you need to be able to tell your emotions to shut up. You do. I'm sorry. It's like a crude, crass way of saying it, but it is true. You're really not going to get, think about any other area, any other arena. It sounds ridiculous to be like, I don't want to stick to my budget. So I'm just going to spend whatever. I don't want to do this right now. So I'm just going to whatever. Well, you're not going to get very far in any of those areas if you can't tell yourself to do something you don't want to do. I mean, for those of you who are working, obviously at your jobs, your boss tells you to do something. You don't want to do it. Too bad. You have to do it, right? I think a lot of times then um, as stay-at-home moms, we can kind of make ourselves a loophole because we are our own boss, which is a perk and should be something that's great. But then a lot of times it's like, well, I didn't make dinner today because I didn't want to make dinner. Well, no one cared what you wanted to do. You know what I mean? If that's part of your duty, and maybe, I'm, I'm not saying you can never get takeout or your husband can never cook before everybody freaks out about that. It's just saying like you still have a duty. And so the same thing with your fitness goals, you can write down the best workout plan. Sometimes I will write what I consider the best workout plan for somebody. And if they come back to me at the end of the week and say, well, I only got three in. Again, they're not going to say, say I wrote them four workouts to do, right? And they did two of them. They're not going to say I didn't want to do it the other two workouts or like the day came and I didn't want to wake up early. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, I could only get two in because X, Y, Z, or I couldn't get all four in because X, Y, Z and find an excuse or reason why, right? Not saying again, emergencies don't ever happen, blah, 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 all that disclaimer, disclaimer stuff. But realistically, you just need to tell yourself to just like, there is no option. There is no out. I was talking to a friend good friend who listens to this podcast. So you're going to hear this and be like, oh, that's funny. But I was thinking about it again later. Um, we were having it, we're talking on the phone and she was asking in a very kind and sweet way because I really would not have considered, again, we're all doing a lot of things. I would never sit here and tell you like, I'm so busy. I'm so whatever. But she had said, you know, it does seem like you get a lot done all the time or are pretty efficient. Like, how do you do it? Like, what are your 
like almost tricks or like how do you do that? And I honestly had to stop and think about it. I'm not being facetious and I'm not trying to have a false humility here because I was honestly like caught off guard by the question. Like what else would I do? And honestly, I thought about that and I told her that. I said, I think that I just get things done because I don't see another option. You know, it's that I'm not going to think back to like school age. I'm that person that I would have stayed up all night before I would have turned in homework late. So, and my, and my teacher was my mom. (laughs) So I should say that I was homeschooled. So, or in college or whatever, but I'm not going to, or like, you know, I did theater a lot growing up. I'm not going to show up and not have my lines memorized and just say I, I couldn't do it or I didn't want to. You know what I mean? It just sounds ridiculous in any other area. So looking at my life right now, you know, there are things 100% that I say no to. So before you think, you know, again, I'm, I'm not putting myself on a high horse at all. And I know there are things and I'm like, nope, can't do that right now. Nope, not the season for that. Nope, already, you know, I have my balance of as much as I can handle, I feel like. And yes, I think God sometimes asks you to expand and push yourself in ways that you that are uncomfortable. So I, I'm always trying to be aware of that. I'm not trying to say that. But the other things that I have to do, I do just look at it as like, well, what would I cut out? You know, like what I I need to work out because I see the value in that. And again, and I'll talk about that in a little bit about looking at the benefits of something, not the actual act of doing it. But just seriously, in general, like, what am I going to do? Not record a podcast? Like, am I going to not make my family dinner? Like, honestly, and I mean that truly, like, what would I cut out? So if you just, the two big takeaways I want you to take from this episode are number one, tell your emotions to shut up. If you don't want to do something, it's irrelevant. (laughs) Think of me telling my three-year-old that, like, it's what you want is irrelevant. That technically, I could expand that and say what you want right now is irrelevant because what you want most or what you want long term has to matter more to you. But we'll get again, getting a little ahead of myself. Um, that and then just don't give yourself an out. Like there, make no other option. When I used to teach 5:30 a.m. spin classes, the people that were there at 5:30 were not people who live for the mornings or who would have said, "I'm such a morning person," or "Yeah, I couldn't wait to get up at 4:30 to go sweat for an hour." You know what I mean? They're just the people that knew they had to do it at that time if it best for their life and their schedule, and that they didn't give themselves the option to hit the snooze button. We all have that option, no matter if you're whatever. I know all our situations are different. But it all comes down to whatever time you, of the day you work out or anything like that, it all comes down to if you're going to give yourself the option or not. There are days I cannot squeeze my work. Like it got derailed. I couldn't do it when the kids were up. I couldn't whatever. But I still always have an option somewhere in the day to do a quick 20 minutes before I go to bed or or to say, okay, this wasn't the day, but tomorrow I will. And then to get it done the next day. You know, it's don't give yourself an option. Don't give yourself an out. Um Uh, Talking more about the end goal. So I was thinking about this too because I was thinking like, okay, well, what are specific things that I think I don't want to do? Because people will say that too, like, oh, you always want to work out because you like working out. Number one, that's not true. (laughs) Number two, it's definitely not true when I'm pregnant. I do enjoy working out a lot when I am not pregnant because I don't have to worry about modifying anything. I do like pushing my body physically. I like the burn. I like the work of it. So that is true. I like the mental clarity of it. And honestly, I like the me time. That is why I try to do my workouts mostly in the mornings before my kids are up. So that's all true. Yes. But on the nutrition side, I wouldn't say I want to do any of that. You know, I think everybody wants to 
eat what they want to eat all the time and not have to pick and choose. You know, I promote tracking your macros in an 80-20 lifestyle of 80% really clean, 20% indulgences. So that doesn't mean just 100% indulgences all the time, right? And I think most of us, if we're going with what we want, we might want the crappy forest food, right? But we have to think again, what do we want long-term then? So it's not that I want to do all these things in the moment, but what do I want long-term? So an example I thought about of this too is that I don't love uh, cleaning chicken, chopping veggies, like that kind of food prep. Actually, probably the one I like the least <laughs> is cleaning chicken. Okay, so I'll clean it and then I'll trim the fat off with little kitchen scissors. So when I go shopping, I usually grocery shop all my meat once a month. So I'll go to if it's Wegmans or Sam's Club, I was toying with their meat, but I've been kind of going back to Wegmans, all my various, I, I've talked about like my meat <laughs> buying all the time on this podcast. If you've been with me from the beginning, you're like, Brittany, you still have not figured this out. So ultimately I want to get to the like half a cow or buy whole chickens, but I'm not there yet. So anyway, once a month I go buy all the meat at whatever store because I just kind of like to do that. I'll, I'll meal plan a rough draft of what I'm going to do for the month food-wise, dinner-wise. Then I'll go get all the meat. And then sometimes like things get derailed or people come over for dinner or I make a meal for somebody. And then I kind of just get creative with whatever meat I have left for the month. That's a good kind of like budget trick there. I won't just go keep buying more meat. I'll be like, okay, well, we're running a little sparse here. So I'm going to do a breakfast dinner one night. So we get our protein from eggs and like those kinds of things. So anyway, I'll come home with this big old meat haul and then I'm looking at the fridge after I've just grocery shopped and done that whole dance and you're like, the last thing you want to do is spend the next 30 minutes or an hour cleaning, ready to go, ready to eat. So you don't just have this big old celery stalk in the fridge, but it's actually ready to, you know, just snack on. And I was thinking about this, like this is an example of, I could literally say I never want to do that. Nothing in me is like, and sometimes I'll procrastinate. Sometimes I'll put it in the fridge, say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day, whatever. But ultimately, I mean, I have to do it at some point. So no, do I ever want to? No. But the end result there is I want my family and myself to be eating whole clean foods. I want us to be eating whole clean foods so that we, you know, keep illness at bay, that we have really healthy immune systems and that we don't have a ton of inflammation. We have strong bones from all these nutrients. You know what I mean? So Think about what you want most, and that's where to reach your fitness goals, which is what I was trying to more cater this uh, recipe, (laughs) this episode to, yeah, that too. Uh, What I was trying to cater this episode to is thinking, okay, when you have this, you know, these specific goals or just whatever goals, maybe they're even just physical goals, get to X body fat, get to X weight, or maybe they're more specific, like run a 5K, run a marathon, do a Spartan race, whatever, all good, all cool. You're not going to want to do the steps that it takes to get there every time or even any of the time. If you are training for a longer endurance thing, are you going to want to get up out of bed at 5 a.m. to get your long run in before your family's up on the weekend? Probably not. You're probably never going to be super jazzed to roll out to do it when that alarm goes off. But ultimately, do you want to, you know, check that off your bucket list that you accomplished this huge goal that you set before? Like, yeah, heck yes, that's what you want. So the steps are irrelevant. Like your feelings toward the steps are irrelevant. And this just rings true across the board. If you ask any Olympic athlete, I'm sure they're going to say they didn't want to get up for early morning practice 
X amount of days a week or they didn't want to sacrifice certain things in their life to, you know, rise to this level. I'm not saying we all need to be Olympic athletes and I surely don't give my workouts that much time as Olympic athlete does, but the, I, it's, it will serve all of us to think about what we want overall more than what we want in the minute. But guess what? <laughs> Breaking that down to a practical level, when my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. or 4.30 a.m., I'm not like, huh, yes, what I want overall is to get my, is to be able to pick up my grandkids at 60. That's not really on my mind at 5 a.m. So what do I go with at 5 a.m.? I go with, get out of bed, Brittany. There's no option. Like, don't give yourself an option and don't even ask your emotions what, you know, they're feeling, what you want. It's irrelevant because you know your long-term stuff. Again, I'm so that's in the practical application. I'm not going through these steps at every little thing like, oh, do I want to clean the chicken? No, but I ultimately want to eat healthy because X, Y, Z. No, I'm just I'm like, Brittany, shut up and wash the chicken. You know, just <laughs> do your duty, whatever your duty is. So, and I'm not immune to this. It's not like, oh, I've overcome this and I will never think about it again. Literally just this morning, uh, sometimes I'm forced. See, again, there's the one we're really forced to when we're held to a time. If I have an early morning client, I am forced to wake up at a certain time because guess what? I've got to get there and show up for them. And I know that, right? But on the days, say I am just waking up and I'm going to do my own workout or I'm going to record a podcast or I'm going to program for a client, but I can, you know, the schedule's a little more fluid. I still battle that sometimes. And this morning was an example of that, right? I was just going to get up and do my own workout, answer emails, those kinds of things. And the alarm went off. I'm laying there. And then it's just a funny thing that if you can, you can literally have a totally different outcome of your day just by the tiny choices you make, the tiny decisions you make all day long. This is nothing new. If you've read any kind of habit book or any personal develop book, personal development book, I think I need to read some speech books, <laughs> listen to some speech tapes. I'm talking way too fast for my brain, but um, not a new concept that it's The Slight Edge is a great book about this. It's all the little things you do. They're either going to add up to a great day or, or a bad day, but usually it's not over the course of a day. It's over the course of five years, 10 years. It's the little things that you did. So for example, this day, honestly, it could have went either way. I'm laying there thinking, I don't want to get up and work out right now. And then I could have went through the list of excuses that I could have tried to verify. Like, well, Brittany, you're super pregnant. You probably need your sleep. You get up early other days to train people. You, you know, X, Y, Z. I could have went down the list. And then instead, seriously, it's just like small, small things like this. Because then I went to grab my phone, which I don't ever like looking at my phone right when I wake up. And I've talked about that on the podcast before that I don't think we should be taking in information before we can like get our mind right, get ourselves centered and focused for the day. So I do try to, if I reach for my phone, it's usually putting on the Bible in your podcast, but otherwise I'll get up and like get my Bible, whatever. I did not want to get out of bed so much that I grabbed my phone. I'm literally about to start scrolling social media. Oh, because I could verify it again, like excuse it away. I'll check in with my Facebook groups or all whatever. No, I was probably going to like scroll through Instagram. But as I grabbed my phone, I thought I'll just look up the readings on my phone for today instead of getting my Bible and reading the daily readings, I thought, you know what? I am still laying in bed for a second. I'm just going to read the readings on my phone. It's kind of a meet myself halfway thing. And then I did that. I made myself get up, you know, went to wash my face. So I wake up a little bit. While I'm like washing my face, I'm still deliberating with myself. Like, are you going to really work out right now? Should I go sit and do emails first? Wait till I wake up a little bit more. And then I'm like, you know what, Brittany? Just do it. Like, no, the kids are probably going to be up soon. You are 
you need to do your workout. You don't feel like it. You're not going to feel like it later. Just get moving. So then I did my workout, guys, a 20-minute workout. It wasn't anything earth-shattering. And I came up for my workout. I shower, get ready for the day. I then made oatmeal, my healthy oatmeal that I talk about on here all the time with, you know, I do old-fashioned oats and peanut butter and flaxseed and protein and shredded zucchini to start with a really full balanced meal. Then, you know, I had a full morning with my kids. Okay. We had, we went to the market. We went to, um, we needed just, just, it was an errand day. I had to get a new key made for my husband's car, that kind of stuff. So we're traipsing in and out, you know, bringing two kids in and out of a lot of places. We came home and the boys wanted to, well, Josh is the older one. He's the almost four-year-old. He's the one that could ask me, but he wanted to go for a bike ride. So I'm like, alrighty. So Josh hopped on his bike. I had Joey in the stroller. We went on like a 40-minute little ride slash walk because we stopped at this give a toy, take a toy thing. We brought some of our toys to bring to there. And we came back. We played outside another long amount of time. Then we came inside. And here's the thing. All of that sounds Monday, and you're like, great, Brittany, I did not come <laughs> listen to this podcast to hear about your day. I really could care less where you guys walk to. But my day could completely have gone either way, really starting from my alarm going off in bed. Because the other way it could have gone was me saying, Brittany, you're pregnant. Take this next 40 minutes to lay in bed and flip through Instagram instead of getting up and doing your workout. And you know what? Just you deserve it, mama, and all that BS that we hear all the time. And then I would have rolled out of bed once my kids were up. I would have just grabbed something quick like a protein bar because I didn't want to, you know, spend time to make myself breakfast. I would have felt sluggish and lackadaisical all day. And when we got home from our errands, I probably would have honestly been fatigued from just getting them in and out of the car and feeling, you know, honestly sluggish. I'm not over exaggerating this. It's not that, okay, on the days you don't work out, you feel like an absolute sloth. But that 20 minutes really did get me going and give me the energy that when we came home, they asked to go for the walk. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, go. And I was thinking about this stuff on the walk where I'm like, man, this could have went a totally different way. I could have it's kind of like, too, when we dress for the day, if we throw on a baggy sweatpants and a sweatshirt, we're going to feel a little bit bummy all day. Whereas if we get dressed, put some makeup on, even if, like put our hair up, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, you don't need to look runway ready. Your whole day is going to go a different way. So thought it was cool. <laughs> you might have not thought I'd share that with you. I actually swapped out what the podcast I was going to record because I was so on fire with this today, just thinking, between Josh the other day saying how he didn't want to do his letters and then, you know, me being faced with that today of like, okay, I don't want to get up and work out. I don't want to even really parent today. You know what I mean? I just want to stay here and milk the fact that I'm pregnant and milk the fact that I work hard all the days, whatever. We can go down that rabbit hole ourselves very well. But these tiny decisions... And of course, I have to bring in the fact that I did start with the readings and said my, you know, morning prayers and stuff in bed. And as I was walking up the stairs to get them out of their rooms, I still did feel a little bit fatigued. Like I had done my workout. I had I had showered and thrown on makeup too before I went to get them. And I'm walking up and I literally, you know, say just a mental prayer of, okay, Lord, like help me carry my cross joyfully today. Like give me the grace, send me, send the grace before me today to carry it lovingly. 
Because either way, we're carrying a cross, right? Our, our day's going to have stupid little crosses. And it did still. We went, we were sent to the wrong place to get the key made. And then I had to put them back in the car. And you know the whole thing, getting them in and out of the car, putting masks on and off. And then you have to go to a different place. And, you know, it wasn't just super smooth sailing the whole day. It's not like, oh, I worked out and said my prayers and then I had an awesome day. But it's just, it sets you in a different tone for the day. It puts you in a different mindset, a different perspective, gives you energy. And again, I'm not going to claim all that is from the workout. Definitely keeping God at the front of it and asking him for his grace throughout the day. Because guess what? When I hear on these stupid podcasts all the time, just give yourself grace. Like that is not true. You cannot give yourself grace. Okay. So you can give yourself a grain of salt. You can give yourself a break. I've talked about this before, so some of you are just rolling your eyes at me like, Brittany, please. I know you always talk about this, but uh, I just had to get that in there because it is true. I did ask for God's grace, and it was, you know, it was the day that it was, but it didn't feel, it felt joyful. It didn't feel tiresome and burdensome like our days can sometimes when we're dragging our cross around grudgingly instead of hoisting it up and saying, let's, let's go. So don't give yourself an option. Just do the dang thing that you're trying to do because... Ultimately, what you want is more important than what you want right now. I ultimately want to deliver a healthy baby and get back into, you know, I look forward to when I'm not pregnant anymore and I can get into more intense workouts way down the postpartum road. And, you know, that's cool enough for me and we'll we'll keep things going for now. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you found it encouraging today because that is what I'm trying to do, uh, Obviously, I've just shared many times. It's something I still always struggle with. So it's not me sitting here saying I have it all figured out. You guys know that. You're my people because you come back week after week. (laughs) And you would not if you were not. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day, ladies. Uh, Come hang out wherever if you want to chat or have any questions for me. Fit Mom Life to the Fullest on Instagram and on Facebook. And Fit Mom Life to the Fullest at gmail.com if you have anything you'd like to chat about. All right. I'll talk to you soon. 